Good morning. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL and HTalkRadio.com for a Monday. President's Day of all things. President's Day 2024. And we have some uh, terrific in-studio guests today. Kale and Company live presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at DeltaDentalCoversMe.com. In studio, very familiar voice to uh, most of our WKXL audience, and that would be our resident flick chick, Kitty Ray, back on a Monday. I know. A rare Monday sighting. And guess what? No Tom Raffio. Don't tell Tom. Shh. Don't don't tell Anyone Tom. Out there. Don't tell Tom. Because I'm going to get to Babylon all I want. You can. You can Babylon. And uh, joining us for the first time in studio, the first time that that uh, this person has ever entered our plush, but not overly ostentatious studios here at WKXL, uh, WMUR Sports videographer Kyle Heavey. Kyle, good morning. Good morning. It's great to be with you guys. I know that with Tom, you got the fun bunch. Yeah. I feel like, can I just be the happy bunch here? Happy bunch. Something like that. That seems like a good thing. I like that. Sounds good to me. You know, I do want to start off the the show. I hate to say it, but uh, a happy birthday to you as well. Well, thank you. Because yesterday was a big day for you. Big big day. Had a terrific day with... uh, family and friends and it was terrific i came bearing gifts for you oh my goodness oh look at this and then for for you andrew and kitty i did go you you must have been at pat's peak (laughs) i went to pat's peak for you guys so that's why i you know wanted to make sure that i brought the fun here and the happiness oh boy boy you you concealed them very well kyle how did you do that i you know i just gotta make sure that you uh you you get things timed perfectly to uh, to get things in and surprise you for your birthday. So wow. you got to share your birthday with Molly Ringwald, Dr. Dre, John Travolta, and Dr. you yourself. Dre. Yeah. Oh uh, well, thank you very much. And actually, coincidentally enough, my birthday was Saturday. So. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I it didn't was. know that. You know yeah. what? And Andrew, I did see that on social media, and I <laughs> contacted Ken and said, did you I, know it was Andrew's birthday? And we're like, he's like, no. I said, no, I'm pretty sure it was. Happy no, birthday, no Andrew. Idea. I had no idea. Happy birthday, yes. Andrew. We should have celebrated Andrew's birthday ah, on Friday. Oh, my God. See I why cupcakes. I was smart to bring this cookie for Andrew as well? I, I, I just felt like there was something that, that was needed in the That is the biggest cookie I've ever seen. Well, so he's almost on the cusp of uh, Aquarius and Pisces, too. Andrew? Not as yes. close as I am. No. But, so your birthday's the 17th, Andrew? Correct, yep. Oh, my yep, God. I share a birthday with Michael Jordan. That, that's Whoa. right. That's, that's my birthday yep. to have right wow. there. That's actually why I was a Bulls fan when I was a kid. Stop. Well, see, that makes cool. sense. Yeah, makes and sense. Ken is John Travolta's uh, twin separated at birth. Yeah, and Yoko Ono as yep. well. Ken yes. Ono. Yes. That's yep. right. Yeah, we heard a, a, a John Lennon tune yesterday, and I yep. said, you know, it's Yoko's birthday today, too. Yeah, oh my gosh. Hey, folks, well, I have I think to tell she's you, older than me. These cookies that Kyle just brought in yeah. are like the size uh, of a Frisbee. Yeah, that's I mean, right. truly. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. to eat this 
or to throw it like a frisbee. <laughs> you know, can I'm you offer sure. me you know, Oreos to start off with? But I figured out uh, I'd bring this back and make oh, sure that wow. you're, uh, that you're appreciative terrific, of this. Wow. I want Tom Raffio to be listening. I hope he is. I'm going to say, all right, Tom, guess this, what we have? This is a dentist dream right here. <laughs> right. Right. But like Tom says, you can have whatever you want, but be sure to brush your teeth. So there you go. That's true. That's right. Because these have great M&Ms on these green and yellow. and Oh, my gosh. Hey, Kyle, when's your birthday? November. November. I was I was born on election day. So oh, okay. I, that's wow. the only really political part of me that I have. But a lot of people have felt yeah. that I, you know, should pursue that because of my ability to uh, mm-hmm. to understand and respect and uh, make yeah, people I, I uh, happy. You so. would make a great politician. Yeah, well, well, thank but you very I, much for that. Let, but I'm well, thinking I don't know maybe if that's a compliment or not. But yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking maybe his <laughs> mom this, made the uh, decision too that she made the right vote. She I didn't allow yeah. her to go vote for that day. Oh, so that's right. I felt bad that I caused my mom not to get out to vote that you know she my dad still went you know i guess that's still part of the and i believe there's a button on the bottom of that that lights up so you can actually uh celebrate a goal oh stop and the way he Uh, says goal uh, yeah right ken wow there you uh, go ken so this is fantastic oh sorry uh, folks he's gonna be distracted boston bruins 100th anniversary their centennial goal light glass Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm I gonna love treasure it. that. I am going to treasure yes. that because yes. the first thing I ever did in radio, uh, you know, you know, related to radio, I wasn't on the radio, but I was keeping stats for Bob Wilson, who was a longtime radio voice of the Boston Bruins. It was a funny story. The, the Bruins used to have long ago in the dark ages, they used to have their American Hockey League affiliate play at the Garden. The Boston Braves, hmm. and they were the uh, American Hockey League affiliate. They were there for three or four years uh, before they finally moved elsewhere. But they did have it there. Terry O'Reilly was a, an original Boston Brave, uh, and and among others. But one night I was there with a friend of mine. The first night they ever played, it was an exhibition game against the Cleveland Barons, and I was sitting there with a friend of mine uh, at the old Garden, of course. And this was like uh, 1970 or thereabouts. And uh, so anyway, I was still in high school, and I wrote Bob Wilson a letter that night when I got home because he was sitting up there with a technician, an engineer as they used to call him then. Uh, That's the way he was credited on on the radio. But he was up there but didn't have a color guy, didn't have a statistician. So I wrote Bob Wilson a letter on a Friday night, mailed it on Saturday, and I was outside in my backyard playing wiffle ball on Monday afternoon, and my father comes out of the door and says, you have a call. And at that time, you know, I didn't get any calls. Nobody was calling me for anything. There was pre-cell phone. I didn't get any spam calls. Uh, You know, nobody was calling me. No girls were calling me. Nothing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Not even boys. Uh, But anyway... So my father said, Bob Wilson is on the phone. And, you drop everything you have. You drop that wiffle ball. I thought a family friend was playing a joke because I did tell a couple of people that I, I wrote the letter to Bob. And But I was saying, There's not, they're not going to fool me because nobody sounds like Bob Wilson. I mean, Bob has you know the best radio voice ever in the history of radio voices. So nobody's going to fool me by trying to be Bob Wilson. 
So I, I you know, picked up the phone, and indeed it was Bob Wilson. And he said, come on in Friday night. I'll meet you at the press gate, and we'll see how it works out to keep stats for him. You know, wow. and I guess it worked out because uh, we, you know, I was a statistician for the Braves at first, and then later on, when his uh, Bruins statistician, who worked for Delta Airlines, had to relocate to Atlanta, I took over keeping stats for the Bruins under Bob Wilson, and he actually got me my first radio job in radio at WBZ in Boston. Look at that. Yeah. And now here we are. Yeah. And I and I get my 100th anniversary. You've been a part of the team. Glass from you. Yeah, how about that? Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was there during, you know, the Bobby Orr years and uh, you know, the, the great great Bruins teams, Esposito, Hodge, Cashman, you know, the list goes on and on, but uh, it was uh, it was great and that was my uh, foray into broadcasting. So I don't have anything that good, but I've I've enjoyed my time of being behind a camera and behind a microphone as well. In in, in my experiences over the past few years, um, yeah, obviously growing up in the Concord area, it's you know could hear your voice on the radio growing up, and you know with the the Manchester Monarchs, I always had a a dream and an interest in sports, and it's kind of been a, my my goal is to, was to make myself be around sports in some sort of way. So um, whether it be commentating sports or videoing sports it's been a, a great couple of years of, of being with uh, WMUR with Manchester Public Television and um, NH1 when they were here doing you know Patriots games yeah. um, I mean my, my favorite one of my favorite memories that I have I, I is that uh, AFC Championship game the Patriots just beat the Steelers and they're on their way to Houston to face the Falcons and I'm on the field running around with my camera and trying to get some interviews with players celebrating it's all happy confetti in the air and i absolutely run over this man and i was like oh my goodness i'm so sorry i i didn't and then i helped i, I look him in the face and i realize it's bon jovi oh my god i just ran over a 300 million dollar singer oh on the god. field at gillette stadium yeah he's a and huge patriot fan He's yeah. a great guy, great yeah. smile. Oh, oh, I agree. <laughs> so, so what was his reaction to your collision? Uh, <laughs> really, we both knew that we were cheering for the same team of the Patriots. <laughs> it was just like, got a big smile, and it was like, hey, it's all good. You know, let's, yeah. let's go talk to Matthew Slater. Oh, that, oh. that is something I he know that uh, he and prayer. Belichick have been friends for, for years yes. and years. Belichick, a, a big Bon Jovi fan. Yes. No doubt about it. Well, I tell you what, speaking of musicians, yes. we have one on the line that is going to be joining us in the next segment to recap what took place this weekend in Hockey East. Our good friend and Hockey East guru, John Leahy, is going to join us oh. right, right after this break. Right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Kyle Heavey is with us from WMUR and a, a sports videographer of all sorts. And uh, Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick, John Leahy will be joining us. Andrew is in the studio. We what have a, a cast bunch. of thousands. This is on a this happy President's bunch. Day. It's the happy bunch. The happy bunch. Yeah. The Monday happy bunch. Happy to be off work. <laughs> 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 we'll take a break. Kale and Company continues right here on WKXL NHTalkRadio.com. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back. It is Kale and Company live here. It's the Monday Happy Bunch here on WKXL. Kyle Hebe from WMUR-TV, videographer there. Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. And we welcome, welcome back once again, as is our custom here on Mondays. Our Hockey East guru has joined us, John Leahy. John, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. Happy President's Day to you all. Hopefully, hope you are enjoying your day. We are enjoying it so far. So far, so good, John Leahy. And uh, glad to have you joining us today. You know what? John mentioned President's Day. It is President's Day. I was shocked by the fact that there is school today in Concord. School is open in Concord today. Not in Manchester, but uh, in Concord. So I was kind of surprised by that. All right, rapid fire. I just 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 want a name, and we'll start with uh, with Kitty. Favorite president? Oh gosh, do, I, do we we don't have to explain? N- no, no, okay. just a name. That's all I want. All right, George W. Bush. I'm gonna go with Eisenhower. John, Jimmy Carter, and for me, it's Ronald Reagan. All so right. The, so there you go. That I guess tells you a little bit about us. Yeah. So there you go. And, uh, John, I guess the headline from Hockey East this weekend was the UNH Wildcats. How about them Wildcats? Yeah, what a terrific weekend. You know, the big border war with Maine, uh, it's always a big deal between those two schools. And, boy, I'll tell you, UNH really rose to the occasion, uh, winning on uh, Friday and Saturday. Wildcats, uh, what can you say? I mean, uh, they beat one of the best teams in the country, and all of a sudden Maine has lost three in a row. So the Hockey East race gets tighter, and a uh, terrific weekend for the Wildcats. I'm sure the Whittemore Center was buzzing. Well, saw some uh, highlights. I was not able to attend either of the games this weekend, but uh, saw some highlights on WMUR, and that place was packed. I mean, uh, it was packed both nights, Friday and Saturday. It was an impossible ticket to get. And, uh, boy, the enthusiasm there for the border war between UNH and Maine is certainly uh, alive. No doubt about that. And a great weekend for the Wildcats. What what else happened, John, in men's, men's action over the weekend? Well, the big story is BC and BU continue to flip-flop at the top of the conference. Uh, BU took the division lead with a win over Providence on Saturday night. BC yesterday in a great college hockey game with UMass. I saw the whole thing. Uh, BC got off to a great start. They went 2 nothing after one. UMass scored three rapid-fire goals in the second. And then BC rallied in the third. Just a great college hockey game. Uh, but BC sits the top of the leaderboard, Ken, uh, by a point over BU. You can expect those teams to flip-flop. Uh, right from now until the end. Uh, the middle of the pack is intense. You know, you've got the Maine, Providence, UMass, and UNH all separated by four points. And then uh, UConn, Northeastern, and Vermont all tied with 23. But a uh, great week for Boston College winning all three. UNH with a sweep as well. And uh, BU had a win and a tie. And we had a bunch of teams splitting games. So, again, we're coming down to a great finish with three weeks to go. And uh, some more great games coming up this weekend. But neither... BU nor BC won the bean pot. Yeah, Northeastern uh, comes up with a big overtime win, scoring late. The Huskies uh, continue their mastery and their dominance as far as the bean pot is concerned. I believe this is the sixth consecutive 
bean pot that they've won. So, uh, you know, I was there. It was a tremendous experience, and uh, Northeastern able to get it done, uh, beating BU uh, late. So uh, it was a tremendous, tremendous tournament, and uh, congratulations to Jerry Keefe on the Huskies. And speaking of uh, Northeastern being able to get it done, their women's team got it done over the weekend, too. Yeah, Northeastern, one of the hottest teams uh, in uh, women's college hockey. They are 9-0-1 in their last 10. Uh, Northeastern still has a chance to win uh, Hockey East on the women's side. They're going to have to sweep Vermont this weekend and hope UConn can get swept. But I'll tell you, Ken, I saw UConn this past weekend. Uh, we did the game against Merrimack on Friday. Now, what a job Chris McKenzie has done down in stores. Uh, UConn poised to win Hockey East women for the first time ever uh, with a, now a five-point lead over Northeastern with two games to go. Uh, from what I've seen, UConn uh, seems to be the team to beat in Hockey East. Now, Northeastern would have something to say about that, but... What have we always said about Dave Flint's team? They always seem to get better as the year goes on. This year, the second half has been incredible, and uh, Northeastern's going to be a really tough out. John, you didn't say uh, New Hampshire's own Dave Flint. Oh, that's sorry. A, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Graduate of uh, Trinity High School, and uh, and he has just done, you know, as you know very well, John, a tremendous job. Uh, at Northeastern University with their uh, women's program. He's a, a New Hampshire legend of hockey and uh, certainly justifiably so. So uh, those Husky, it looks like it's a, a, a collision course in women's college hockey and hockey East between the Huskies and the Huskies. UConn yeah. and Northeastern. Yeah, it, it might very well come down to that uh, in the uh, championship game. That would be very exciting. And, uh, you know, good for UConn as well because they have that new building down there. I yep. hear great things about it. Uh, wouldn't it be fun if they get to host uh, the title game there? So um, UConn and Northeastern certainly uh, two of the best. And uh, you got uh, Boston College and UNH in the top four as well. So BC and UNH will face each other this weekend on the women's side at a home-and-home. So that's going to be great hockey as well. Got to commend Hillary Witt for the job she's done up at UNH, and uh, the Wildcats are a force on the women's side, as well as the men's side as well. We have uh, Kyle Heavey in studio today, and John and uh, Kyle is a, a videographer for uh, WMUR, does um, a lot of sports, and uh, you know has done a great job uh, on the video for, uh, have, you, have you done uh, any That's what I was going to say, I was at the yeah. UConn-UNH women's game a few weeks ago, and it was yeah. very impressive, UConn and their ability. They, they definitely have a lot of strong lines, and they're able to uh, put in some a lot of goals, so UNH has uh, looked good in some ways, but uh, UConn definitely was a, a step ahead of them. UConn has always been uh, synonymous with uh, women's college basketball, and now uh, stepping up in the hockey world as well. Yeah, you know, uh, I was making this comment to my analyst, Brock Hines, on the air on Friday. Uh, I would be very shocked if Chris McKenzie doesn't win uh, Coach of the Year on the women's side. Wow. Uh, UConn has just been so consistently good they're one of the best defensive teams I've seen. They just throttle you. UConn gets a one or two goal lead, and uh, you're going to have a real tough time coming back against this team. So, uh, kudos to UConn and uh, the job they've done down in stores this year. All right, John, I, w I have to ask you uh, for your schedule this week. It's actually a little bit lighter uh, than normal. I have a uh, I have a high school game this 
Thursday on my internet radio station. Uh, I have open mic on Thursday night in my hometown, which I'm excited about. Oh, all right. And then uh, I've got the women's game on Saturday, Merrimack and Providence. And then I've got a, my final Bridgewater Bandits game of the year on Sunday. So uh, the action picks up near the end of the week. And by the way, Ken, i got to tell you, uh, when I when I called in, I heard you talking about Bob Wilson. And uh, I met Bob many years ago uh, at the Cow Palace in Daly City, California. Wow, wow. Yeah. I was working... I was working for the San Jose Sharks doing security, and uh, the Bruins happened to be in town. So I got to meet Fred and Derek. Uh, that was the second time I met Fred. But uh, I was guarding the security area where the uh, TV and radio broadcasters sit. Bob Wilson's there. I talked with Bob and Johnny Busick before that Bruins-Sharks game. And uh, the point I want to make is uh, the game's getting ready to go on the air. I think they were about like 20 minutes before face-off. And I'm standing there, and Bob Wilson looks to his right and says to the Sharks radio broadcaster, Dan Wojcicki, with the voice of God, Yeah. Boston skates from left to right in the first period. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he had a voice, didn't he, John? I'll tell you, he, to me, it, it was the best radio voice ever. I don't think yeah, there's any, was, any doubt about was, that. He was legendary. Great to have a chance to meet him. Yeah, he was a terrific guy and certainly uh, helped me in my career very, very, very much. John Leahy, who will be appearing at the Bank of New Hampshire stage on April 3rd for Open Mic Night. And uh, you won't want to miss that one. So, uh, John, we look forward to that, but we also look forward to you checking back in uh, next Monday at the very same time. Ken, I truly appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, and have a great week. All right, you too, John. Thanks. John Leahy, our Hockey East guru, right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. It's the Monday Happy Bunch. Kitty Ray, Kyle Heavey, Andrew Gibson, and I'm just Ken. (laughs) Right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by... Northeast Delta Dental. Oh, yes. Good job, guys. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company Live here on WKXL. NHTalkRadio.com. It's the Monday Happy Bunch. At least for one Monday. Uh, Kitty Ray is here, resident flick chick, and Kyle Heavey, sports videographer extraordinaire. And I know you're not off today, Kyle. You, you're working later on. Yeah, I'll be uh, commentating the Manchester Kings versus Bishop Brady Giants at uh, JFK Coliseum in Manchester about 4 o'clock. 4 so o'clock today you have today, a game. Yeah, so wow. Bishop Brady having a kind of rough season so far. Manchester trying to get into the playoffs. Uh, this should be a pretty fun game. I look forward to being there for that later on today. But uh, glad to be here and you know hanging out with you guys because uh, we've met known each other for about a year now. And you know always great to see you at uh, various games, whether it be Concord High School or the Mountain King 
Kings like we saw a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a pleasure to be here, really. And and uh, I, I think it was Kitty Ray that actually uh, got to know you before I did because she was sitting in the stands. And, I did. And, uh, That's a rarity, and, you know that. Yeah. Well, he's he's a busy man. He's a legend, he's, though. He, he, absolutely. You know, but I'm at just least, uh, in my own mind. I know that you're you're up to date on the movies, and yeah. I always you know movies is such a nice distraction from life. It gets you away from things. And that's exactly why I love going to the movies. I mean, nothing like a little tearjerker where you're like, I didn't expect this movie to be so you know good yeah. or something. Yeah, or yeah. they surprise you, or oh, it surprises you. The that suspense you movies always mm-hmm. are fun because you're like, oh, I did not expect that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and I'm one, and Ken, I don't even know if you know this, I like movies that kind of scare me a little bit. Oh, I know that. You know, I yeah. really do. I'm not like a Freddy Krueger, like blood and guts kind of scaring, but more of the suspenseful or like, um, and I'm really good at knowing what the endings will be. It's like... Oh my gosh, I could. Somebody said to me once, you know, Kitty, you could write that or whatever. And it's like, no, I think I've just been to so many movies that I kind of and <clears> that know was what's a, going on. A, a class I took in college that I still want to be get a, yeah. a doing is, is film writing. Yeah. Where I just feel like I have a lot of ideas and things that have happened in my life to be able to make something. I mean, you look at what Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did. They wrote this phenomenal film and made Good, them, yeah. you know, a, a Goodwill Hunting. So I love that. There's movie stuff like too. that where you just, if you and your friends, come up with an idea and start writing it it's anything can happen yeah hey then you could actually kind of uh, go be on a, a Super Bowl commercial exactly <laughs> 6.5 million dollars yeah yeah and people are like what was that about with the Dunkin Donuts and I go you didn't get that reference that was like the Goodwill hunting and how, you're great on the Dunkings I know you had it I, I have not I have not given in yet so I, I need your score here okay you know what on the Dunkins I actually I didn't know what was in it. I should have done my homework, but I just fell for those commercials yeah, the very next so morning after you the and Super millions Bowl. Of others. And right on my app, it says, "Hey, you want to try one of those Dunkings?" And it had a lot of vanilla. There was some shots mm. of vanilla. There was sweetener in it. Um, there was cinnamon, which I don't mind cinnamon, but uh, I'm a hey, I'm a black coffee with one cream and a lot of ice that's it no sugar so when i like oh this looks a little light took a sip mm, this looks a little sweet <laughs> but my son who lives in virginia he had it and he said he liked it so um i guess it, it's if you're into the vanilla sweeter is the taste tester to create that now a diabetic is my question <laughs> you know? so from the sounds of what you just said that's a lot of sugar yes that uh you know is really a a, a big issue with a lot of people with their coffee so, correct yeah. correct and i am sure just dunkin donuts will probably would have made it you know no sugar to to what shots of vanilla or whatever it might be. Do they say shots of vanilla at sure. Dunks? No, because I know question. Starbucks. You do uh, the shots, yeah. but I don't know about Dunks. So, but. so you know, Kyle was especially excited to arrive here this morning to get Andrew's coffee. Oh, I know. Yes, yeah. 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 I, I, I give it a ten out of ten. I think it's very uh, good. For I actually held off getting anything else because I'd heard so much about Andrew's coffee. So I was worth the wait to uh, to you know yeah. I had to wake myself up with some apple juice instead to <laughs> then get myself here to try this but I'm a I'm grooving and ready to go you so know, this has been fun I, I look forward to it you know more than the coffee itself which is great yes I just when I, I come in somewhere I just put my hands around the the coffee pot don't you have heat up. in your car 
What is up with not you, enough. Kale? Not enough. I thank the auto starter this morning. Yes, it was, it was mine pretty too. Chilly. Mine too. Mine too. But you know what? Um, getting back. Hey, regarding Ken, can we take a few minutes to talk about movies? Seeing that yes, Raphael's not here. Yes, yes, you might. Okay. Yes, you, you might. Because Tom Raphael always says to me, "You know, Kitty, you get to Babylon, and I've never been to Babylon, so I don't know where he comes from <laughs> when he's talking about that." Sounds like a great place. Oh, I watch you guys. I'm going to get out of this. I'm okay. going to enjoy Andrew's coffee. Oh. And, and, and maybe some of this huge chocolate chip cookie. Don't crunch over there, though, oh, because oh, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, distract that's true. That's what true. Andrew, I mean, what we're going to talk about with Kyle. Hey, Kyle, did you, I know you and I, and this is the funny thing when you talked about going, Kyle and I running into each other. Guys at, or people at hockey games where I do go too often, especially in Concord, I get this greatest hug from Kyle. He'll come over and like, oh my gosh, let's talk movies. I love that, Kyle. Because I'm usually talking to people around me about the about the hockey games. I've been stuff. told I'm a really good hugger. You are. Uh, that's you are. something that I don't realize that some people have and some people don't have. I hey. guess. Um, the, I appreciate Obviously, there's it. the people that don't like to be touched. <laughs> I, I have met them before. I've worked with them. That's always an interesting spot where you're like, oh, don't talk to HR. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that's funny. But the movie's coming out. Um, I, and I just noticed last night that, and I didn't watch one iota of this on TV, but... But they had the British Awards, and they had the People's Choice Awards. It was a busy night for a lot of award shows last night. Yes. Did you watch any TV? So I had a great interview, unfortunately, with a a 63-year-old bodybuilder from Acandia who just set the national record down in Austin, Texas for benching 153 pounds. And that's a story that you'll see on WMUR later this week. But nice. she's, uh, you know, 63, benching 153 she, pounds. She, 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 she yeah, she uh, just set the national record and uh, is going to be going to the nationals or the, for the global uh, back in, in Texas. So I, nice. um, but when I got back from that interview, I did watch some of the uh, People's yes. Choice Awards. Oh, and you did watch some I of it. I did watch of it. Yeah. So, I just she was, was glued to the NBA All Star game. Oh, I was actually. Oh uh, boy, <laughs> four hundred <laughs> points later. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh boy, no. But you're not, he's not kidding, folks. What uh, about 400 the four hundred points? I know yeah. it was like what two hundred and eleven to that was the East. What was, was the Kens? Uh, three three ninety seven. Oh, sorry, three ninety seven. But yeah, by if, that I'm, much. if it's yeah. prices right, I'm over. Can but. you imagine two eleven right. to one eighty six? Yeah. That's what do you? That, I know. <laughs> it's Truly, crazy. It's a kind it of a crazy. stupid game. You know what? <laughs> just listen to money. A, just listen to the, a podcast, and someone on it said it's almost like going to a high school reunion, where it's just everyone getting together, having a fun time. Let's play basketball, yeah. and you kind of like, I didn't like that person in high school. I didn't like that person. <laughs> I thought that was a great analogy because it's like, yeah, we all get dressed up, we have fun, and then it's like, okay, game on. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, there, so and there's no defense played at all. No, it's in, not. In the All-Star game. No, it was, it's not. That, that's why the, the closest, still, and always will be, the closest to an actual game, an All-Star game, what uh, you know represents you know more of the sport than any other All-Star game is the baseball All-Star mm-hmm. game still. Because that's meaning. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, think it had, I think it used to have more meaning than it has today. I mean, before interleague play, it had a lot of meaning because yeah. there was a great rivalry between the National League and the American League. But now they, they're pretty much one league now with so much interleague play. 
I will still go back and watch that 99 All-Star game from Fenway Park. Oh, yeah, that terrific All-Star game it was. Probably the most memorable of all time. One of them, anyway, yeah. with Pedro and, and, and what he did, and it was uh, terrific. And, you know, before the, the festivities, uh, before the game, Ted Williams being on the field. Right. and uh, The home run derby. Yeah. It was, it was a heck of a the, weekend, and we're looking forward to another one coming up. I believe that the Fenway's in the running, so you get uh, another oh, All-Star is? game. Yeah. Oh. I, I know that it's been, you know, 25 years now yeah. to wow. think about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it was saying, what, like in... What it hasn't been announced yet, but I know that... Yeah. Well, but then it's going to be like in five years, though, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, well, hopefully the Red Sox can be back in five <laughs> years. We'll see. Yeah. Some performance or something. Uh, that's, that's questionable <laughs> at this point. But uh, Celtics are looking for an NBA All-Star game, too. Maybe, they say, in 2029. Hmm. There hasn't been one in Boston since 1964. Oh, my goodness. Celtics, I didn't realize it's been... Celtics hosted the first one. First NBA All-Star game in 51, 1951. They had one in 64, and not one since. In 60 years. That's 60 years. Wow. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> How about that, sports fans, for such a storied franchise, you know? The most storied franchise in the NBA. Anyway. I promise, next segment, you can actually <laughs> talk about the movies. I'll shut up. <laughs> we'll be back right after these words. Kale and Company continues here on WKXL. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Stand by for more. Kale and Company Live, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. All right. We have about 10 minutes left okay. in the show. It's going to be all movies all the time. Oh, I Henceforth like Henceforth on this program <laughs> for the next 10 minutes. And uh, we've been talking about uh, a story Kyle has. We've been talking off the air about it. So, Kyle, Kyle Heavey, WMUR videographer, especially sports. Uh, tell us about your Oscar story. Well, the wonderful theater here in... Concord as a great Oscars party, and a number of years ago, I uh, had my best friend said, "Hey, uh, they need volunteers for something at the uh, the Red River Theater." And I said, "All right, I'll go volunteer. It's a Sunday night. It should be fine." I had zero clue <laughs> that I was going to be painted golds and have to stand <laughs> oh, no. and be an Oscar statue. I had to wear gold leggings. I, I got painted gold. I, um, yeah, it was very, I never realized how much, it, how difficult it is to get gold paint off of you at the end of the night. Um, I, I, I'm glad that I had done some push ups that day to make myself look a little bit more in shape. Um, but to have to stand there for three and a half hours and be a, a, a Oscar statue is something that uh, I'll always cherish slash uh, have nightmares of uh, trying to get that gold paint off me. And then um, I, I found out that my flexibility isn't all that. I, there's a certain areas of the, my back. I don't know if it's for guys that we just can't touch a certain I couldn't touch a clean clean a certain area of my back <laughs> because I couldn't reach it so I actually had to um, have some help from someone else to uh, to clean my back and then oh I had to go on a date the next day and the gold had gotten into my fingers and it made my fingers look green gold finger yeah so <laughs> Sorry. Um, it was that was perfect that was so uh, I'll always remember the, you know, the the Red River Theater Oscar nights and uh, it's a great time they, they do a phenomenal 
job with that party of um, that you can actually hold a, an actual Oscar statue that someone had won and that they volunteered there. So it's a highly recommend that. But we got to talk about the this year's nominees. Well, you and, know, Kyle, it's funny. I every year I threaten to. I want to go to one of those parties, and I've never really had anyone to go with. Do you want to be painted gold? No, I see no, if they, no, okay, no. All right, and just that is throw what that I'm there. saying. I'm kind of glad because I, I do know that, and we've been to many movies there, and I do love the Red River. Probably their popcorn the best because yeah, they have that is fantastic some... butter, and you can go in with your little <laughs> cup of wine. Anyways, so um, but maybe I need to make sure I don't ever volunteer because I would think I was going to usher or something, but you volunteered to stand there painted in gold. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the picture here while we go through this. So I will get it for you in just a moment here. You're going to definitely laugh pretty hard at Well, uh, and you do. Hey, I was an extra in a movie once too, by the way. I never, I don't, the only award I've ever held was a Emmy Award. I worked for a place that they did win an Emmy. So, in Fairfax, Virginia. But, um, I was an extra in a movie. It was kind of hard to be an extra. I mean, it really was. So, but no, I didn't win any Oscars. But, you know, last night, Kyle, we mentioned earlier about the People's Choice Award. And I do know that Barbie kind of cleaned up. I mean, it, Barbie won for the best picture, and I think Margot Robbie won for the best actress, and um, America Ferreira for supporting actress, uh, Ryan Gosling, who was just Ken <laughs> in the movie. But then I was looking online this morning, and the British uh, Award, Film Awards, which is the BAFTA, which is really, people are saying that's more of the barometer for the our Academy Awards, which is March 10th, uh, Oppenheimer cleaned up. See, that's what's interesting to see the difference between something that's so serious over in Correct. England and then something that's less serious here in the United States. With, Correct. I mean, Barbie was definitely written for America, mm-hmm. and Oppenheimer is such a serious topic uh, for certainly that area of the yes. world. So it's unique to see who who won in different areas of the world. Right. And um, the, uh, and Kyle, I'm going to like kind of quiz you before we had out but who you think for the academy awards are going to win so we have a long list and do, i mean it's so difficult with that many choices yeah, now and, but i wanted to let you know like the the uh, people's choice i mean as we talk about the the movies have it's very unique very and it's a good escape and that's why i love to talk about movies but i love to go to movies as well but so we know british they the oppenheimer we know people's choice was Barbie, and then we have the Academy Awards. So, the best picture, American Fiction. Did you see that one? I did see that one. All right. And then Anatomy of a Fall. I, I like that one. Okay. I have I, not seen that okay. one. Okay. Uh, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. It's Did you? So, and I know you said you saw American Fiction. Yes. And you saw an Anatomy of a Fall. Yes. Okay. I said see Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. I feel like Oppenheimer is is you know it's kind of like one of these things with the Super Bowl, Ken, where I didn't want the. Kansas City Chiefs to win, and they did, (laughs) and that's how I feel where Oppenheimer is going to be. I feel like that. I need to just 
give in and just know that they're going to win it. Do you know? They think they had the biggest money. They was is the most you know well received, I guess, in a lot of ways. And I just think that it's going to win yeah. as much as I don't want it to. I know. You know, I feel the same way because you know, Killen Murphy, he won uh, last night for the best actor. Um, Robert Downey Jr. A junior for as the supporting. Uh, Emma Stone, though, I was kind of thrilled. One for. <laughs> Uh, for, yes, she for, is like uh, silently amazing at acting. She is. I like, love she her. She doesn't boast herself as being this amazing actress, but and she's, she's British. I know that's and, why it's so. Yes, she's. It's British. it's wild to see. And uh, Divine Joy uh, Randolph, can she won for supporting actor actress in the Holdovers? Ken loved the Holdovers. I, I, I really enjoyed the Holdovers. He liked it I, a lot more than I did. He I liked, liked it, it a lot more I mean, than I did. Obviously, more better than Barbie. Yeah, he, 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 I, he fell asleep. Awake I didn't fall asleep in the holdovers. <laughs> and, and Kyle, I, that I, was that was uh, a long day. Yeah. We blame Chinese uh, food. I can't really, yes. I can't really blame that. Can uh, put you to sleep. The movie itself. Yeah, I saw Barbie uh, twice and Oppenheimer twice. In oh my gosh, and then we just I can barely speak. Kyle, pa- oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the size of these cookies uh, or if it's Kyle with painted in gold. So <laughs> it's the best. Now, now Kyle said he does not want to see Oppenheimer win, like many of us didn't want to see Kansas City win yeah, the Super Bowl. But he feels again. like it's going to. I just, um, right? Yeah. I ha- I'm giving in, and just uh, as much as the holdovers, holdovers deserve to win, I thought Killers with a Flower Moon too long of a movie but of course you know the the people that are involved in making that are obviously well renownedly known and, and kind of you know a secret mafia of this of mm-hmm. hollywood yeah you know you get involved in those films and yeah. you're you're in yes and i actually loved killers of the flower moon and i really when i watched it and there's not a lot of movies that well i would say definitely i'm going to go see this one again that one had affected me, and I think it's the story about what it's about. Absolutely. It's not a healthy part of America. No, but I still, I, I think about it often, and it really affects, affected me, but I think it's it's not going to win. Mm. It's I don't think it's going to win, and I'm like, I loved Maestro. I thought Bradley Cooper in Maestro was really good. Uh, past Lives, I loved Past Lives mm. as well. Poor things I did as well. In fact, I would I think of I, all of so his poor things won a lot already early, in another award. So yes. there's that was a, a surprise to see them do so well. So uh, again, my my pick is Oppenheimer, unfortunately, but yeah. I would be more than happy with taking the field. Yes. It's yes. a weird thing where I'm like, some people will take the bet on, well, is he going to take the field or Oppenheimer? Yeah. And uh, and it is one that I think if, you, if you're a betting person and you're putting money on this, you know the flow is going toward Oppenheimer. Yes. <clears throat> and well, I'm not sure if it's the message, what it's uh, about, or, you know. And not that the atomic bomb was the message I would want to put out there, the making but of Christopher it. But Christopher Nolan obviously Correct. involved, and he did such a good job with I mean, any of the Dark Knight movies to... Oh, yeah, um, I like those. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the movie with uh, Leo where you know they go through their you know, the dreams. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, what was that? But, but the, the bottom line is, the Kyle and, and Kitty Ray. If you had a vote, if you were one of the voters okay. for the Academy Award Best Ooh. Picture, oh, oh, I like to be. Uh, what, the, I want to be what, that job. What would it be? Hmm. I'm going to go with Past Lives. 
I loved you loved yeah, that. I, I did like that. that one too. I loved that one. That one was really If I had a well vote in that, I I think that's uh yeah. you know, I like to go with the underdog sometimes and that was well, a very good film. That's fine. And uh I didn't see past lives, so I, I can't go, comment. I on would that, do but. poor things then because it made me laugh. It had a little bit of sexy in it. It was uh, I, it, I, Mark Raphael in it. I thought it was hysterical. Um, it had a good message for women, learning, and life. I would go for poor things. I had the feeling uh, Kyle didn't like American fiction very much. I, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I, it was okay. I was, you know. You can't like every single movie. That's true. You, oh, so. you can't. And unfortunately, oh, yeah. you gotta you gotta you figure out something that you didn't like about something. So, I I still like the holdovers. American fiction. I tell you what, I laughed out loud. I very rarely laugh at the movies. You did like it. But I, uh, I I laughed out loud more times at American fiction than I have in any movie in recent years. I think. I thought it was very funny. I really. We all need a good laugh every now and every, then. Every now and then. Well, that's going to do it, folks. We have to mosey on out of here. Uh, thanks to Andrew Gibson behind the glass, to Kyle Heavey from WMUR, Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick, and, uh, and again, I'm just Ken, here on WKXL, where we're presented by Northeast, Northeast Delta, Delta Dental. Dental.